Happy Easter. I am so excited to have you here with us at Open Life. Hey, let's jump right in. I have a question for you. How many of you uh, would qualify yourself as a morning person? Okay, some clues. If you're a morning person, then you probably wake up in the morning singing. That would definitely qualify. Come on, give me a shout in the chat if that is you morning people. It is your call and your destiny to wake up everyone else in the house because you're just so happy to be alive. Uh, I remember I was a morning person when I was younger. Notice that's a past tense and I would wake up, I'd sing stuff from like singing in the rain, good morning, good morning, you know, and just drive everybody crazy. I'm a whistler morning people, man, it, you know that you're not a morning person if you're still in your pajamas and you're watching this at 10 a.m. though, right? How many of you are night owls? Like you forget to go to bed. You're most productive in the evening. Um, you can say, I'm a night owl in the chat. I just can't wait to see uh, all my night owls, because that's me. I can stay up forever and realize, oh man, it's going to get light soon. I better head to bed. Uh, you know, some night owls would need more than one alarm. Oh yeah, I think some of you are feeling the conviction right now. Let me know how many alarms you have because I'll use my watch, I'll use my phone. Uh, I know some people who are night owls that have set alarms at a distance in their room. So they have to get up and go turn it off because they know the ones that are on their person just won't do. Uh, there are certain days when I realize that I'm gonna be in that place and it's gonna be hard to wake up. And it's hard to wake up in the morning for some of us. And the same is true in our spiritual life. It can be hard to wake up. And we find ourselves just sleepwalking or, or living in a fog. And we have to ask ourselves, man, am I even truly living? Well, just being alive doesn't mean you are living. John 10.10 10 says, I have come. This is Jesus speaking, right? I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. To the full. Jesus didn't come in the flesh, die on the cross, raise three days later so that we could be lulled to sleep by our life <laughs> or just continued to wonder if we'll ever make it out of the fog. But it's easy though to just live in the mundane, you know, with same old alarm sound, same old wake up routine, go to the bathroom, well, okay, TMI, you know, same breakfast routine, same old backpack as you head off to school, same old Zoom, Zoom classes, same old commute, same old afternoon routine. If you have kids, same old YouTubers posted 5,000 new videos, same old dinner routine, same old TV show or Netflix series or same old evening bath or bedtime routines or rituals. And then you wake up the next day and you do it all over again. We get numb. You know, we, we, we're going through the motions and some of you could 
could literally sleepwalk through your entire day. It's like autopilot, I don't even remember what I did today. And we're alive, but we're just not really, we're just not really living. And we get to a moment where we realize we're going through life, but there's not a lot of life going through us. And I hope today that here on Easter, we could experience a wake-up call to true life and peace of mind through a relationship with Jesus. Our big idea today is Easter is a wake-up call. And God understood this. Our lives are not catching God by surprise. He knows our desires for new life, for fresh life, to be truly alive and living life to the full. And that is why he sent his son, Jesus, to once and for all conquer death, hell, and the grave and resurrect from the dead. God understood our need for a resurrection, both for salvation, for eternal life, a promise of eternity, right? But also so that we could live life to the full, bringing heaven to earth right now. Resurrection literally means raised to life. And you have to catch this and the heart of this for today. I have a couple uh, passages for you uh, and then a bonus one, right? One is looking at God promising to wake us up. The other is the Apostle Paul writing to the, the, the church of, of the Ephesians, reminding them to, that, that they have the ability to wake up, and then it's Jesus' promise. So Isaiah 26, 19 says, those who die in the Lord will live, but their bodies will rise again. Those who sleep in the earth will rise up and sing for joy, for your life-giving light will fall like dew on your people in the place of the dead. Uh, Ephesians, so Paul writes this, for the light makes everything visible. <clears throat> this is why it is said, awake, O sleeper, rise up from the dead, and Christ will give you light. You know, Jesus promised us this in John 14, 6. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Easter is a celebration of all these truths, right? Jesus raising to life from the dead, giving us the promise in, in, as well that we could both now and eternally have a, a saving faith that raises us up. And we experience that same resurrection. He did it so we could be alive, so that we could be awake, that we could walk in the light and no longer be stuck in the clouds of low visibility of that fog of our mundane lives, sleepwalking, if you will, the same old, same old. Easter's challenging to us, and it's a challenge to us to ask ourselves, am I really living? Am I a wide open, wide awake uh, are, are we aware that God loves us? Because you can go through life and just be kind of oblivious to the fullness and the fact that God loves you and that God has a purpose for you, that God has a plan for you. And when you wake up to all of that, suddenly your life takes on an incredible intentionality. And you begin to live on mission, if you will. All of a sudden, those same tasks that would lull you to sleep every day now take on a whole new level 
of significance. You find yourself helping people you don't even know and you never intended to help. And it's no coincidence. It's new life coming up through you. Well, there's a couple ways that we walk this out. Thought one, we need to wake up to the good news, right? Uh, I'm not sure if you have some odd sleep patterns in your home, uh, some sleep practices, but the home is no stranger to sleep behavior. Uh, sleep walking, for sure. Uh, sleep talking. I don't know how to, we enter into conversations in our sleep. It's been done. Uh, sleep screaming, like blood curdling screaming consistently. Uh, sleep announcements. Before I digress, while I was on the web one day, I stumbled across a blog and I can't believe it was super funny and uh, at times, warning, super inappropriate. Not today though, not today. Uh, but if you go looking for this, it, the blog was called a Sleeping or Sleep Talking Man. And well, here's the description of the purpose for the blog. My mild-mannered English husband lives quite a colorful existence in his dreams. Having benefited from hours of delight at his dead-of-night musings, I thought it only fair to share them with the world. How would you like it for somebody to just put online all of your dreams? If Dana did this to me, I'd be mortified. I'm positive. And uh, yet she did it and had a good run of it for a few years and quite a while back. But this is, this is hilarious. I thought I had to share a couple of my favorites. We'll pop them up here on the screen. But how about this one? It was such a good idea giving the guinea pigs wings. Flappy, flappy, flappy. Fat bats, fat bats. <laughs> Makes no sense. Okay, how about this one? Shh, I'm joining the ninja choir. We have to harmonize in silence, so shh. <laughs> okay, you better be asleep if you ever say this one. Your mom is at the door again. Bury me. Bury me deep. <laughs> oh, that would not go over well. Well, I've always wondered how you can have a conversation in your sleep, like a full-on interaction in your sleep, or how you can give blood-curdling, blood murderous screams in your sleep. But when I forget to change the battery, my kids who scream and yell and talk could sleep soundly through the fire alarm going off in the middle of the night. Why they never go off during the day, I have no idea. But sleep is interesting. Now, let me return to this question. Uh, we entered a whole new level of sleep experiences during quarantine. I don't know. Do any of you know what this is? That's right, it is an echo dot. And uh, so, you know, you just ask Alexa whatever you want her to do and she does things. Well, one feature on these, which are in every room of our house, is you can make an announcement to everybody. Now, I am not gonna sell out which one of uh, my children did this 
Uh, it wouldn't be fair to me to say it was the oldest daughter. But anyway, uh, it was 2 a.m. in the morning and the announcement feature of the Echo Dot goes off. Bing bong! And we hear, Alexa, announce. I don't know, but I'm going to work out, so I'm probably not going to be able to answer anymore. <laughs> what? Right? You get woke up in a startle. And we were like, how did that happen? We made a good laugh of it because Alexa records everything. So, you know, we snagged that recording for sure. Uh, and then, hey, we thought it was a one-off until the next night. And that's when we hear, Alexa, announce dinner's ready, guys. <laughs> We had so much fun with that. By the way, there is a feature on Alexa that if you say, Alexa announce dinner's ready, it makes the sound of a triangle ding, 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 ding for dinner. Luckily, she said, Alexa announce, Alexa announce, or that sound would have gone off in the early AMs of the morning. Man, when asleep, our minds disconnect and we're completely disconnected from reality. Well, spiritual sleepwalking means we're disconnected from the reality of God and, and what he wants to do in and through our lives. Consequently, uh, you know, consequences of spiritual sleepwalking would be uh, my heart would get, get smaller and smaller. My compassion would get lower and lower. I would focus on performance and perfectionism. Man, I might uh, cheat to get ahead a little or, or you know, just be very self-interested because I got a win. Uh, I begin crafting my life thinking about the smaller picture of I versus the bigger picture of we uh, because my whole life has gotten smaller and smaller and becomes all about me. Listen, if you want to be miserable in life, Make your life all about you. God, the good news is that we have a way through God. God can wake us up through a relationship with Jesus and change everything. We can become new. Our heart gets bigger and bigger. Or we begin to care and extend grace to others. We're not no longer easily offended because we're not protecting me. We're really about others. Our focus is out. I'm more honest. I'm more genuine because I don't have selfish, selfish angles to everything I'm doing. And I begin to understand who I am in Jesus. And I rise up to life to the full and peace of mind once again. Easter and at Easter, we remember Jesus rose up so that you could one day rise up. That is good news. In fact, Paul writes to the Ephesian church again in Ephesians 2, 4. He says, God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved, that you have been raised to life. And I'm not just sharing advice with you today. This is good news, not good advice. And good news is something that happens in the past that fundamentally changes our life in the present. In fact, 
let me just show you a great presentation of the good news. <laughs> After Jesus died, they put Jesus in a tomb and wrapped him with some white paper. They put a big stone around it and placed guards in front of the tomb to let nobody go in. He was just waiting for the three days. He's probably drinking soda while eating hot Cheetos. <laughs> he would probably play games like Candyland and then have a party by himself. The okay. Easter Bunny was hiding behind a tree. <laughs> he probably went out there and just throw eggs everywhere. And then he's going to say, there's one money egg, so you better find it. You can get some money. Three days later, there was a big earthquake. I think we should go away somewhere safe. It's like I'm getting out of here. The earth is shaking. Run for your lives. <laughs> and the guards ran off because they got scared. And then on Sunday, Mary and some of her friends came with some spices, but when they got there, the tomb was empty. His clothes only was there. Then an angel came and said, don't be afraid. Jesus has risen from the dead. Go tell the, go tell everyone, go tell the good news. Mary and her friends went and told the disciples. She said, Jesus has risen from the dead. Guys, guys. Jesus has risen from the dead. And the disciples didn't believe them. No, that couldn't happen. Jesus can't raise from the dead. Uh, I don't believe it until I see it. But all of a sudden, Jesus, Jesus just came, just was there. I am Jesus. I am the, I'm the, I am the son of the Lord God, and I am Jesus, your friend. And then the disciples said, Jesus, it's you. Yay! Jesus is alive! Totes cool. Jesus, before he left to heaven, he said, I have done what I have come to done. Do. And then he risen, then he was going up to heaven. His disciples were crowded around him. The disciples said, holy guacamole. I can't believe Jesus really flew. That's awesome. Now what? Let's go tell the news. Well, our second thought today is rise up to a new life. Man, do you ever feel like your life is completely out of control. Um, in the past year, we all probably had a sense of that at some point in time. We were definitely being controlled by the things around us. And maybe maybe you feel stressed and that you've messed everything up around you, that you're just stuck. Okay, well, nobody could feel more stuck than the captain of the Ever Given this past week. Do you know what the Ever Given is, if you've been following the story, one of the largest containers ships in the world that ever given got stuck in the Suez Canal and uh, a single lane canal that connects the Mediterranean Sea to the Red Sea. 
that 13% of the world trade resources flow through to get to you, to get to me. And uh, it's about $10 billion worth of trade that goes through there every day. A high wind within a sandstorm is said to have caused this ship to, to go sideways, surely mixed with some human error, but it makes sense, right? The canal's only 980 feet wide, but the Ever Given is 1,300 feet in length. So when it went sideways, it wedged in, the tide went up, the tide went down, and it was stuck there, 20,000 containers of goods on board, freezing 13% of the global economy for six days and people were losing their minds. It blocked 437 ships from making passage. The cost of the delays to the global economy have been said to be $416 million per hour. Right then, I'm sure the captain heard the Southwest Airlines wanna get away, because <laughs> you know, that would have been horrible. You knew you were in a tough spot now, luckily, because of the age we live in, the internet completely and quickly made memes of this very serious moment to laugh their way through the fiasco. Uh, I love the one that people adapted, you know, with their small uh, versus big issues with the little guy in the tractor, the guy in the tractor trying to dig this ship out. And it just seems like it's an insurmountably impossible task. But, you know, there's I also saw the attempt that somebody recommended to get the, the vessel out, just, just use the Q-tip, right? Or how about this one? Somebody out there has got to play Among Us, and they should have known if they zoom in on the back of this you know, container vessel that something was sus, right? Okay, how about this? They did find a way, and they, they made the vessel right again. They floated the vessel. They just had to dial up. Chuck Norris. That's right. No ship could stand up to Chuck Norris. Man, this is how we often feel, though, in our life. We can get stuck in sin. We can get stuck in the past. But God wants to give us a way to experience new life. Two promises from Scripture. Romans 4.25 says, He was handed over to die because of our sins. And he was raised to life to make us right with God. Well, I just said it. What is it called when you get a ship unstuck and sent in the right direction? It's called you right the ship. And, and that's what God does for our life. He writes our life. We're made right with God. It took him six days in the Suez Canal. It took Jesus three days in the grave. Romans 8, 11 says, if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. Man, how do you get unstuck? You let the Holy Spirit fill you and control you by, by choosing to follow Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You should do that today. Get unstuck. The resurrection reminds us that if we will wake up to God, we will rise up to new life a life filled with purpose, a life filled with God's spirit, a life filled with his love, a life filled with a gratitude 
because we're living for something way greater than ourselves. Jesus' resurrection allows us to rise up. Awake, O sleeper, rise up from the dead and Christ will give you light. Our action thought today is let Jesus give you life today. Let's rise up. Let's rise up. He died and rose again so that we might have life. He died and rose again so we could have refreshed hearts, joy, hope, peace again. He died and rose again so that we could have a way out of the storms, out of the fog, free from being stuck. I want you to assume a posture of prayer. Maybe you're gonna close your eyes or lift your hands or just fold your hands, bow your head, and I wanna pray with you. God, I thank you for the opportunity you've given us today to look at the resurrection and that promises us that we can be raised to life through Jesus and that God, not only does that impact us for a moment, but it sets us on a trajectory for a life of purpose and hope. You have a plan for our lives. And so we surrender our lives to you today in such a deep and genuine way. Jesus, we want you to be our Lord and Savior that we could be raised to life. Wake us up. Help us to live a life of purpose and intentionality. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Happy Easter to you. Man, I'm so excited that you joined us. Make sure that you share with us that you are here because we wanna begin this journey of new life with you. God bless.